Hello, this is KP from the In On Health podcast. I wanted to take this week to highlight content that some of our newer listeners may not have had a chance to hear. I want to share five clips from season one that I think you will enjoy. First up is Simone Tate, my good friend who's the CEO and founder of Poppy Seed Health. She's an experienced tech entrepreneur, and I think you will really enjoy her story. We've failed black and brown women. We failed them first with the data. So for a decade, the CDC was not collecting this information. And when the data came out not too long ago, it was striking that in some parts of our country, up to five times more likely, that's the mortality rate. And that second fail is what happens when someone doesn't trust the system to begin with. So when you do need help, you're not calling on your provider because you're not getting the kind of health care that is your human right. Next up is Troy Bannister, co-founder and CEO of Particle Health. Particle Health is a platform that enables healthcare companies with secure and comprehensive access to medical data. For those of us working in health equity, we understand that better access to race, ethnicity, and language data is key to being able to improve health disparities. And we discussed this with Troy in that episode. Everyone should remember the P in HIPAA does not stand for privacy. It stands for portability. And the real intent behind HIPAA was to create a way to move people's records where it needs to go. And that is both to insurance companies, other providers, and to the individuals themselves that need access to their own medical data. And that rule has been used over the last, whatever, 10 plus years as a scapegoat. It's really used as a privacy blocker, making it more difficult to get access to records than the original intent. There's a lot of conversation in the health equity realm about more inclusive models for digital health innovation. In this clip, we hear from Dr. Monique Smith, an ER physician and the founding executive director of Health Design at Emory. In this episode, Monique discusses the work that her organization is doing to support companies in more intentional and inclusive design methodologies for digital health innovation. You can see multiple, multiple areas where that diverse user experience just unintentionally gets edited out. And so the first piece is the intentional element. But then even uh, taking that a step further, you also have to read the tea leaves. You know, when we look at this country and how it's changing and you think about the economic buying power just in Black and Latinx communities and, and the fact that there'll be a majority of the population when you're looking at 2030, you've really got to change your strategy. You've really got to think about, you know, the way that you're going to get traction with the the most people in the population is actually in a more diverse approach. In season one, I had the great pleasure of interviewing the Lieutenant Governor of Colorado, Diane Primavera. We cover her personal journey with cancer and some of the important policy and legislative work in Colorado to support health equity and digital inclusion. You know, when a patient's fighting for their life, uh, they shouldn't have to worry about how to pay for their medical bills. That's the last thing, you know, that they should worry about or that they're going to lose everything that they've worked for. Mm -hmm. And nobody should have to choose between putting food on their table 
and affording their prescription drugs. So I know how hard this can be. So I'm passionate about making uh, sure that no Coloradoan experiences that situation. So we have to create a healthcare system that ensures that all Coloradoans can not only just survive, uh, but thrive and, and go on to live uh, really healthy lives. In this final clip from season one, I'm very pleased to share an episode that I did with Kevin Dedner, the founder and CEO of Hurdle, and Dr. Brandy Jackson, a psychiatrist in Chicago. We discussed the importance of cultural humility and its role in improving mental health care. This is a deeply relevant topic as the U.S. grapples with its behavioral health crisis, and there are many gems in this episode. In the last you know, year, we've seen a phenomenal increase in what we would call treatment-seeking behavior, not only among Black folk, but even among Asian Americans. So really what we got to sort of think about is how do we adjust this current system to meet the needs of everyone? I think that that's the, that's the bigger ask of us today. That's what our company is committed to. I'm sure that the work that Brandy's doing in Chicago is aligned with that. Like that is the call of the day. For me as a doctor, I have an individual in front of me. So I have to find a way to drown out all the things I know about uh, thousands of people and all these data and say, yes, but there's one person sitting in front of me and that person is the expert of their own experience and I am a student of that. It's a radical way to approach patient care. It's countercultural. Um, it requires a humility for me as a provider to say, I am an expert on many things, but I am not an expert on you. Thank you for joining us for the In On Health podcast. For more information on this guest and other episodes, please go to www.inonhealth.com podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter at In On Health. Until next time, this is your host KP signing off.